at this very juncture, Kwame, like it's either you want me to sound natural or you want me to sound upbeat. Hi guys, this is your girl O'Connore and it is another episode of the Bugger Podcast. I know you guys have missed me, I wasn't there for the last episode, but my other two baby buggers held you down and I am back now and actually in this episode they aren't here so you're back to having just me well not quite just me i have a guest here to you know keep you entertained somebody who's super super smart as well they're gonna come come to you with all the receipts that you need to stay educated can never say that i don't do anything for you guys okay but before we do any of that i just want to thank gcr because they put all of this together without them there would be no bugger podcast and there would also be no bugger podcast without kwame asante because he produces all this good stuff that you're listening to every two weeks without him i wouldn't sound this good the music interludes wouldn't sound so good and so you have to thank him wherever you see him giving three books up okay but yeah let's get right into it if it's broken, it's gotta be No. I'll kill you and nothing will happen. We mm. want that era where policemen will be held accountable. No policeman should have that right to tell you in your face on camera that I will kill you and nothing will happen. So there must be accountability. Somebody needs to be accountable for more, for more than 150 souls that were lost yesterday. This is unacceptable. But, but the minimum wage is 30,000 naira and they are not paid. Now, every fucking damn senator, representative in Nigeria, they have been paid millions for a different type of allowance. They have driving, they have cars, they have maintenance allowance, they have wardrobe allowance, they have tribal allowance, they have any kind of allowance for their cash. They are taking millions. Even if not just constant electricity, cause what if from the brother? From the key, I don't do okay so there has been a lot of things going on guys you probably have noticed that there are well first of all you know what the world is just ending that's 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 what's happening the world is just ending everywhere is made basa like everything is just hiki haka helter skelter 
causing traffic <laughs> here and there okay um but one of the one of the biggest things and you can hear like a little voice in the back giggling don't worry don't worry i'll introduce them in a moment um but yeah on a more serious note there has obviously been a lot of turmoil going on in nigeria and it's it's really sad and there were there was about two weeks where i i literally couldn't sleep because of everything that was going on there especially with the nsas um protests and i think it is especially sad to see how the protest ended and just the fact that you know the nigerian government has shown that they have very little regard for the lives of nigerian citizens um and you know because i am a world citizen and i like to support these sort of causes and just because me and kasa i'm a busybody that likes to just open mouth for everything i decided that i was going to support the cause and um but you know attend the protest in ghana uh it was a very interesting experience but before we get into that i want to actually introduce my guest my guest say hi hi guys <laughs> come and see soft voice <laughs> guys with me today with me today i have vanessa also known as nessa also known as you know one of my favorite chefs on the tl by the way <laughs> like if there's anybody you, in this accra you. here that i can put my hand in fire that they cook better than me it is nessa okay because yeah she her food bangs but besides that Vanessa, what do you what do you do in your in your in your main time when you're not throwing down food? <laughs> what is your main profession? Okay, so I am still in law school. I'm in my final year in law school, and I work part time mm-hmm. for a firm called ABB Boating in East Lake On. Ooh, fancy! Yeah, I, when I'm not cooking, that's what I do. Love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. So basically. Oh, yeah, lawyer. In training. Okay. She is what my mother <laughs> wanted me to be. Okay. So yeah, all the things, all the all the brains and all the smartness that you people expect from me, <laughs> she has it. And that is why I have this small podcast today. Okay. Hey, please, 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 let me hype you. Let me hype you. So yeah, like we obviously we had a conversation about, you know, my experience at the um at the protest. Yeah. And Charlie, I so Okay, guys, listeners, let me let me run you back on it. So I went to this protest, and apparently the protest had actually been cancelled, but I didn't know. What had happened is that the organizers gave notice um, to Ghana police, uh, five days notice, as is, you know, mandatory. And essentially, Ghana police didn't get back to them. And then when the organizers went back to Ghana police and asked them what was going on, apparently a certain policeman tried to even beat up the organizers because like, hey, you, who are you? Who are you to come and ask us, uh, uh, you know, the progress of your, of your, of your notice or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I didn't know about all of these things till way after the, um, the protest, because when I went, just as I was arriving, there was, um, you know, like an armored, armored truck, armored van, whatever you want to call it, with like plenty of policemen with arms. And I was even a bit shook, like, what, what, what are you doing here? Like, first of all, there weren't even that many people at that time. So I was a bit like, well, all of this brouhaha for there's like <laughs> 10 people here. Um, and essentially, they were like, okay, you guys, so the organizers actually, um, and I don't think they were the same organizers as the ones that I had seen on the TL. 
um, so it was a different group who was now gathering there. And they basically said that, oh, you know, Ghana police are saying that we should leave. So let's leave. But obviously, people were like, no, we're here peacefully. We're protesting. We're not hurting anybody. But, um, you know, the policemen uh, succeeded in basically shooing us away from the Nigerian embassy. Because that's... Um, or Nigerian High Commission, because that, that was where we had gathered. Showing us away onto the road adjacent. And so we were there, People, more people joined, and so we were essentially um, taking up the entire road adjacent to the road that the um, Nigerian High Commission was on. And as all of this is going on, and essentially um, policemen with guns are like more or less like getting in our face or whatever, I tweet that Ghana police are here dispersing the protest, asking for a permit. And then in caps under my tweet, I wrote, what permits? And then, and then, and Twitter for saying, that's eh, me, 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 I should go and do the needful. And don't I know that I need, one person, the one that even, oh, Vanessa, the one that pained me was that, eh, eh, school, papa, the thing, the thing, the thing go me. Because, I did not shimmy, 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 because who should go and pay? Who should go and pay school fees in that bloody oh London there for you to come and tell me? Let me tell you, listen. What is the thing about Twitter? Anyone can just don't, say anything don't, to don't you. Value. Yeah, can can tell you anything. Look, let me tell you guys. I'm a English degree, but I'm a first class Martin. I have a first fucking class degree. Don't play with me. All right. Tell them. Tell them. <laughs> but yeah, and so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't play with me, guys. Um, so, and I think one of the main things that, like, pained me was that people genuinely are, I guess... Okay, first of all, Nessa, let's talk about what the rules actually are about protesting in Ghana, peacefully protesting in Ghana. So, I think we should start with the source of the rights we've been given, okay? So every mm -hmm. Ghanaian has the freedom to participate in, what's it called? Protest, freedom of assembly, right? Which has been guaranteed under Article mm -hmm. 21 of the Constitution. Now, what you should know off the bat is that every right has its, um, all rights are not totally absolute, Totally absolute. Okay, mm. so if you're given a certain... When you say they're not totally absolute, so what does that mean? So you're given a certain right. It is not um, a blank right. Mm. Do you understand? So the fact that you have freedom of movement okay. doesn't mean you can just enter anyone's house. Exactly. Okay. So every right has certain rules mm. that cap it. Else, even though you're putting out um, rules mm. out there, if you make rights absolute you are going to essentially end up with more lawlessness which is like the irony i guess exactly right. so we all have the freedom yeah. to um to assembly and protests but it is subject to certain conditions as long as the protests are not causing public um on ease i don't know what word to use but as long as you're not causing any harm in mm. public Protests are absolutely mm. permitted. 
Now, to mm. the point where Twitter was attacking you <laughs> about permits, permits <laughs> against notice, mm. right? I think, first mm-hmm. of all, their plain English um, meaning of those words are quite simple. Given someone notice presupposes that you do not need their permission. You are just letting them know that, hey, mm. I'm going to do mm. X, Y, Z then asking for permission right. is actually going to ask someone, can mm-hmm. I do X, Y, Z? In Ghana, mm. we don't, based on the right. most authoritative cases, MPP versus IGP, I think this was in 1993, the court ruled, right, that you do not need permission mm. from the police or any other authority to organize mm. protests. Mm. However, you should probably give them notice. Mm. Now, asking for notice, honestly, is mm. usually in the best interest of the people. Because if you ask the police, um, or you yeah. give them notice that, okay, I'm going to organize um, a mm. protest. So could you kindly, um, I'm letting you know. And also, mm. if you would like to give some sort of security detail, mm. which could com- actually come in handy, do you understand? You could be on your protest, someone could attack you, mm, whatever. Yeah. So that's actually answer your question why they were armed. Yeah. Why the police showed up with armed. Right. I, I get that it's a bit scary, mm. but it's part of their job. Their jobs are scary. So they would actually have to show up wherever they're going armed. Maybe they, they wouldn't have to come off as um, extremely pompous and trying to incite fear in the people they are supposed to be protecting. Definitely not that. But they will have to use their guns just as a way to protect people. Also, it helps with planning of routes. So, say certain places, there are certain places that you cannot mm. um, walk through when you're having a protest. Like places around the embassy, like maybe American embassy and stuff. You can't plan your protest mm. routes around there. So, the police are supposed to just help you um, organize mm. your protests lawfully. But you do not need their permission. I guess I guess keep the peace, exactly. right? Exactly. But you do not need their permission. Right. Okay. Certainly. Right. Okay. So I think my my issue um in particular with, you know, the guns, and I think again, that's another thing that people came at me about, you know, talking about oh, your your agenda is not agendering mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And the thing for me is um I think for me, I was taken aback because even though I come from, you know, living in a place where black people were often profiled, i.e. England, and even more so in Mm -hmm. Germany, even, I don't think I have, I have ever actually faced an armed police effort, uh, police officer ever. I don't, I don't think I have. And I have faced like a lot of police officers. And so for me, it's just a bit crazy because one, um, Yes, their 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 um, jobs are generally dangerous. So I understand why police officers in general um, have guns and all those kind of things. But one, I think if you're coming to something that is essentially peaceful, and the thing is as well, um, what I put in the, in the thread, um, guys that are listening, I'll put the thread. Um, in the new thread that I usually do on the Booker Pod, <laughs> and you can see everything that I said. But basically, one of so in the progression of how things went, there was actually a group of police officers that came in the morning who, to my understanding, were not armed. And they came and came to find out, you know, Charlie, what are you guys doing? What's happening? Mm-hmm. 
and um, they were, um, do you have a do you have a permit for this? And they told those police officers that they had given notice, and then the police officers went away. Uh, those ones went away. They were just like their you know those their pickup mm-hmm. trucks. Yeah, and they went away, mm-hmm. and then yeah. afterwards the new group of you know police officers came armed and those were the ones that i met when i had just arrived there and so for me it was just kind of like later on when i found out all of this information i was just a little bit confused because i feel like some of you guys have come already and you've come you weren't armed then um you came nothing happened you weren't armed people were protesting peacefully you saw this and you left and then a new group came so to me it is either you came back, you were, it's either you were informed of what was going on and you came back um, intentionally mm-hmm. aggressive because you just don't want defiance of any sort, any kind, or there, w- there isn't any kind of communication inside the Ghana Police Service. And so pro- probably the first batch didn't even let, you know, whoever came after know what was going on and they might have thought that oh this is just a group of rowdy um young people that have just gathered in front of the uh, the nigerian embassy and so with these things like either way i have a problem because yes you are you um the police is supposed to help and i am absolutely for giving notice because in any case it's the polite thing to do Mm -hmm. because you know you're coming either way we'll make noise (laughs) more so it's a polite thing to do to, you know, let the police let the police know that this is what is going on. So that they don't even waste their time thinking that it's something that it mm-hmm. isn't. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, but then for them to then turn up, and again, even when the second, you know, let me say battalion <laughs> turned up, we were still everybody was still being peaceful. Nobody um was being rowdy per se or any any of that. As a matter of fact, until they moved us, we weren't even like marching along the road. We were we were just like on the sides of the road, letting cars through. Um there were some young people who were like cleaning after mm-hmm. ourselves and all those kind of things. Um and so I'm like, how can you come and see how peaceful um, the protest truly is and then still insist and I think that's one of the points that I was making as well that uh, in these times and considering what is going on I also sort of feel some type of way about the police service um, having this stance of you must you must follow the law even if what you're doing right now isn't bothering anybody does that make sense? So like okay. yes, I get that in your I, I get that, you know, notice should have been given, mm-hmm. which in the end I found out that I had anyways. But at the time I didn't know that notice had been given. So when I was there, uh in my head what I was thinking was that okay, you guys didn't perhaps didn't get notice. You have come, you have seen that everything is peaceful, you know exactly what's going on in this world, okay? You know everything that is going on at the moment. So wouldn't wouldn't it make sense, in my opinion, um, for you to be like, okay, cool, these are just a couple of kids that are chanting and singing and walking up and down a, a, a street. They're not really harming anybody. Um, there's no real cause for alarm. 
as a matter of fact, we're here now. They haven't attacked <laughs> us. They're not getting yeah. rowdy or none of that. Let let's just let let's just let these kids do what it is that they want to do, so that their voices can be heard. And then to top it off as well. Um, you know, for one, you know, high ranking, whoever, whoever to come and be like, oh, um, yeah, you in the end was like, oh, you guys have to leave because we are calling um, backup from the entire Accra metropolitan area. And, you know, when they turn up, they might not be as patient with you <laughs> as we have been with you. Me, if you tell me, if a Ghanaian, if a Ghanaian adult tells me that they're not like Mijiga. When the Ghanaian parent tells me that, that means that I'm in yeah, trouble. Do you get, get what point. I'm saying? That was so like a slight threat. I feel like that, that is... That exactly what I'm saying. That is a threat. A threat to people who, again, are absolutely peaceful and are protesting something that, you know, isn't mm-hmm. just. And the police are supposed to be there to fight injustice. And then on top of that, actually, um, let me just also talk about this point and then you can tell me whether what I'm thinking is correct or not. So um, on my tweet, somebody basically quoted it with like a picture of what says here, the Public Order Act of Mm -hmm. 1994. Okay. And in point uh, six, it basically says, whether organizers refuse to comply with the request under subsection four or fail to notify the police officer in accordance with subsection five, um, the police officer may apply to any judge or chairman of a tribunal for an order to prohibit the holding of the special event and the proposed date or the proposed location. I'm sorry, so what section is that? It says, uh, so it's a public order act 1994 okay. section one and then point six. Great, seen it. Okay. Um, so for me, my next issue then was that okay cool since you want to we want to all be stickless for the law abby <laughs> like we all want to follow the law like to the eh, eh, so that's what you're basically saying you're saying that even though you have come and you have seen that we are not causing any public unrest nobody's safety is in jeopardy or anything like that but you decided that chinchina we have to go mm-hmm. by the law then technically didn't they have didn't they also have the responsibility of actually getting as it says here <laughs> Um, True. you know, uh, an order from a judge or chairman of a tribunal before they can actually come and intervene. That's what it says. Anna, that's, that's, uh, no, that's the correct interpretation of the um, <laughs> what's it called of the section. I actually get where you're coming from because yeah. if you want to go by the law, so you don't understand small because you want to go by the law and you're saying that the person, um. <laughs> the police has any reason to refuse the notice that has been given, then obviously they should be, be going by mm. section one, subsection six. So yes, right. I actually get your point. Yeah. Right. Right. So I think it's just, it's just crazy how, um, with all these things considered. So, okay. How do I phrase this? Nicely? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. would you agree would you agree okay do you think that some of the actions of you know the police service in ghana um is down to them not being aware of the law or is it that they know but they just want to frustrate people i think it will be both to be very honest right because i mean right. i don't have any friends in the police force but 
when you watch mm. the way they handle certain situations sometimes you can tell that this person probably doesn't have enough knowledge of what the law is alternatively they probably do not care mm. because the police in Ghana actually do have quite extensive powers right so mm. they probably know but do not care because they know that the law is it protects them quite a bit I think we all remember, um, for instance, Zubeda's incident, right? Where she was um, stopped on her way to the beach. Mm. And she was clearly profiled because of the color of her wig. Now, mm. that particular situation, I think I remember commenting on it, mm. that mm. even though she was profiled, she could not resist their um, search because they have that power to search anyone under reasonable suspicion. Do you understand? Now, that gap, the vagueness of that reasonable mm. suspicion mm. is what gives them uncontrollable power to the extent that they end up profiling people. So the policeman right. knows the law and he knows that he has mm. the power to search anyone mm. who he feels mm. under reasonable mm. suspicion could have any kind of illegal material on them. But he uses that right. power he's been given right. by the law to profile people just because someone is wearing a red wig which is silly but that's exactly what they did mm. so do you get what I'm trying to say yes so they yeah. might actually have knowledge of the law yeah. but their yeah, power yeah, yeah. is just so extensive and vague they tend to use it to you know cross certain mm. boundaries that they, sh- they ordinarily shouldn't I think that's what happens right. yeah hmm because mm. cause honestly like I was even researching because there was one of the things that like really touched me when we were protesting was there was one lady who you know in the end when they were starting was starting to become a little bit more not not necessarily aggressive I will give Ghana police this um, in as much as obviously they, they knew what they were doing trying to kind of like intimidating us with their presence and their guns and those kind of mm-hmm. things and you know with their words and I even said this in my live when I was videoing and stuff like Ghana for this Saturday anyway <laughs> we won't come like we won't come bushy bushy out but the things we will say so you should you you know what the person is trying yeah. to say to you and I think it was more a lot of, of that exactly obviously in the end it became a little bit more you know them sort of like physically exactly towards the end it became more of like them like herding us out of the area and those kind of things and as that was happening i think there was a Mm -hmm. few of us obviously most people especially because a lot of the people there were nigerian i think nigerian young nigerians in ghana are also slightly aware of the um um biases that perhaps police officers in Ghana have against them. And so for like everything that we were doing, because me, I went I went there with the, with my mm-hmm. friend Ama and um, Ama Tuffet. And like me and Ama were so angry. Like I was so fucking angry. I was fighting <laughs> police officers. Uh, so so somebody came and was shouting at me that I should I should take care of how I'm talking simply because I said that, you know, because he basically came to me and was like, oh, you know, Ghana is not a lawless country and we should go according to the law. And I was like, boss, but in this Accra here, there's 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 always a road in this on any given day, there's a road in this Accra here that has been blocked to a party. <laughs> Okay, technically speaking, mm-hmm. technically speaking, that too, that too is a, is 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 a, is a gathering mm-hmm. of people. Okay, why don't they have to get a permit to do that? This okay, man decided I think, to I think I want blow to up in my that. face. That, eh? <laughs> because I think it's a bit of a stretch. Go on. 
I'm here to be honest with you. Go on. <laughs> go on, go on, go on. I'm listening. So they are gathering for a personal purpose, which I, I know this is this usually happens in Jamestown and the girl communities, right? So like their funerals and their weddings and whatever. Mm-hmm. So even though it can be a nuisance mm-hmm. sometimes, I'm sure they are in their defense. Those people mm-hmm. haven't gathered for a protest. Do you understand? That's like the difference. The assembly is for a private purpose. It's not for um, a public protest, which are two different right. um, events. Also, let me just point out that I of think course. another reason why the police were being a bit um, dramatic about everything was the location. Hmm. You guys were organizing the protest okay. at a high commission. And I don't want to get into all of that too much, but I think that that location matters as well because that area is literally considered um, a part of whatever country it is. Like when you go to a high commission or an embassy, that area is kind of considered Mm -hmm. part of the Mm -hmm. home state's... uh, whatever i've forgotten the legal Mm -hmm. terms guys i've not been in school for like three months so forgive me but (laughs) essentially (laughs) essentially thanks to corona (laughs) but essentially the location could have been a factor i think that they were just trying to protect the facts that that place which is actually one reason why people usually target um, embassies when they are organizing riots, etc. Because it's supposed to be like a direct attack on that mm-hmm. home state. So they were probably being a bit fussy because it was the it was at a, an embassy. I don't know where the Nigerian um, High Commission is located, but are other High Commissions close to it? Um, not as far as I know. Me and Kasan, I've been in this in this Accra here for almost three years, and I still don't know anywhere. <laughs> because I remember, but um, uh-huh. I think the High Commission is around. I believe that area is Jowulu. So, and there aren't, as far as I know, there aren't any other embassies around that area. Okay, you remember the safe as space as um, protest? I think you were there as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when we were yeah. planning routes, I remember clearly this um, policeman. Mm-hmm made sure we did not use certain routes just because there were diplomats and like the American embassy routes. They were not going to make us use those routes. So there are a right. few funny laws around things like that. So that's probably why they were being fussy. I, I'm not I'm not like a hundred percent certain, but I okay. think it was a reason. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, I think in terms of, you know, um the private gathering thing mm-hmm. that I, I brought up obviously i'm totally aware that obviously those those are, are two very different things but just for me i think it goes back to the idea of one um the the I- idea that mm-hmm. protests are inherently violent True. if that makes any sense yeah. like that idea because really and truly really and truly i don't i don't even know the last time that there was a protest in this Ghana here. Maybe I just haven't heard of it, but that there was a protest in this Ghana here where there was violence and the violence came from the protesters. I don't Never. I don't remember the last oh, time well, I heard to, anything. To the best of my knowledge, the time when I hear news like this. The police is the aggressor. Right. Um, when I asked when I asked the police officer, he, he quoted something from 1984. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. Okay, something happened in 1984 or whatever. But since then... 
I don't know any other time where there has been protests and the protesters were the aggressors. Obviously, we saw, we've seen other protests lately that got, you know, out of hand. Mm-hmm. But in almost all of those cases, it was because the police overreacted and came back with, you know, measures that just weren't necessary. And I, I, so I think for me, the reason why I made that, um, that mm-hmm. comparison is that in essence those two types of events don't have to be that different because it's again the same stuff a- again all people were really doing was standing there and shaking jama <laughs> and so if you've come and you've that's what I, that's what i'm saying and oh then God. you know to come to your point in terms of um you know it being a, a security area because of it being mm-hmm. an embassy i also get that in theory but again the reason why that bothers me and this is in general not necessarily um um in relation to ghana in particular but i feel like there's been this like putting these sort of restrictions um how should i say this kind of defeats the whole point of peaceful mm. protesting because the whole point because the only but do you agree the that there should be some structure effect that the pe- oh of course okay. of course but what i'm saying is that the, the only real the only real effect that a peaceful protest has is that it causes inconvenience okay that's 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 the that's all mm. the power really that there is because if we go and if we had gone and protested let's say mm-hmm. at the mall Yes, the mall is somewhere. The mall is somewhere where people pass a lot, but the mall has no, no significance course. to the topic okay. that we were protesting. Exactly, and so I feel like, yes, of course I understand that um, safety has to be um, paramount, mount, especially in certain locations such as the Ghana High Commission. But what I'm saying is, again, is that you came. So I'd had no problem with the police turning up, to be very honest. Mm-hmm. You came, you have come. You've come and seen what is going on. You've come and realized that actually nothing rowdy is going on. So you should just stand by and let people do Everybody what they want is to safe. Do. Exactly. <laughs> all you could have all you could exactly all you could have done is park is park your van and watch us as we do what we what we do. <laughs> by bear a reanimal hall, all of us will get hungry and we'll go true. to our houses. Those that will stay will continue, you know, standing vigil. And, you know, again, it's the bigger picture as well because we also saw that um, in events with you know the 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 vigil that was held in memory for Black Lives Matter earlier this this year, you know similar similar uh, similar things happened and you know there was actually uh, warning shots fired etc cetera, etc cetera, and that was at Independence Square. And I'm not quite sure if Independence Square is a security zone. I don't see why it would be. <laughs> um, and they had also they had also given notice mm-hmm. as well. And so it's a thing where okay, if this was an isolated event, then yeah, I get that. Oh, this one dear is because of where we did it, or this one dear is because of X Y Z. But we've seen that they've yeah. done this before Locations, in very different true. circumstances. Honestly speaking. Again, mm-hmm. even though Ghana police is not SARS, I've had experiences where, for example, I got robbed um, l- late last year in December. And when I went to my local police office the next day and the CID, I guess, I can never remember the names of the different posts, but yeah, the, <laughs> the Oga guy came and followed us home. Yeah. 
checked checked my house and then as we were riding back to the police of to the police station he was sitting in the front and me and my sister were sitting in the back and can you tell me why this guy turned around and as he was asking me questions his hand was rested on my thigh excuse me me that i'm <laughs> Uh, look, sis, every time I think about this, what? I'm like, I have to laugh because otherwise I'll just get angry and cry. Like me, that's me. That's I'm, I'm, I'm narrating the ordeal that I've just been through. You are, yeah. you are asking me stupid questions and like asking me questions like, oh, so because basically when the robbers came, I was, it was in the morning. The, the, the audacity of it. They came to my house in the morning <laughs> and um, I, I, I don't sleep with clothes. I don't sleep with clothes because I cry is hot. Okay. Like mm-hmm. me, 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 Exactly. So they came and I was basically narrating to the to the police officer that, you know, I was naked and I was scared and all that kind of stuff. And one of the reasons why we didn't sort of like fight back was because we were scared that they would, you know, rape us, essentially. Um, and then he was and then this this man was actually looking me in the face and was like, ah, inti, inti you were naked. Eh? And like that was his focus. And I'm like, what you yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah, nigga, I know that. That's why I didn't try and fight them too much. Or like, you know, like about 10 years ago when I came to Ghana on a holiday and me and my sister were going out. I think it was like one of my first club experiences in Ghana. And we were obviously dressed for the club. So we're mm-hmm. sitting in the back of a taxi and um, some policemen at a barricade stop us. Tell us, tell us at the back to roll our window down. And essentially asked me and my sister to come down and show them a good time. Because obviously, two girls at night by themselves looking shepherd, yeah, definitely. Oh, goodness. So we should okay. get down and show them a good time. And so, like, we obviously, we obviously ignore them. Um, mm-hmm. My sister tries to, you know, like, awkwardly laugh along because she knows what it's like. At the, like, at the time, I hadn't been... The last time I had been in Ghana before that, I was a child. So I'd never experienced anything like that before. So I was hella confused. My sister tries to sort of, like, laugh along with them to just sort of diffuse the situation. And one of them actually reaches into the, into the vehicle and pinches my sister's breast. Wow. As per okay, Diago. Okay, so those are so, like, look, clear I didn't see that coming and I was there. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm yeah. saying. So, like, I think people don't, sometimes don't realize the frustrations that some people go through or especially people that don't um, fit the uh, the mold of what an acceptable mm-hmm. person perhaps looks like or speaks like. Mm-hmm. I think for me, even though I don't perhaps look like your respectable Ghanaian, what mm-hmm. what does it for me is that I have a little bit of an accent into no media. Yeah, they are like oh, we don't feel sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. So right, um, Nessa, it was a pleasure having you on my podcast today. You have, you know come and shown us some of the 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 the, the legal things <laughs> that you know that i was trying to explain to people on twitter that they were telling me that i should go to better schools your cool school no and our back at no a permission and notice your yeah, difference what's it kind of moves yeah a lawyer about the same thing i'm kind of no i've been about the canoe 
Mwati. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for being on my podcast today, Nessa. You're and welcome. Yeah, I, I really do hope that some of some of the things that we've been speaking about do get sorted out eventually. And I think personally, I'm very passionate about seeing some of that reform and will continue um, trying to find ways to get that reform done. But yeah, guys, that's it awesome. for this week. If you want to continue the conversation, just follow us on Twitter at the Pod. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Bogapod. Um, you can actually follow Nessa as well. Nessa, give us your um, social media handles. Okay, so I want you guys to go and follow my cooking page. That's what's important. So cooking with Ness on Twitter. Yes. And cooking with Nessa on YouTube yes, and yes, yes, on yes, yes. Instagram. Awesome, awesome. Also, order order her noodles because I haven't tried them yet. But I'm yeah, pasta, pasta men, pasta Mondays on Monday. Exactly, exactly. Go and order that. Okay. All right, guys. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your bodies, of your minds. We've had really rough couple of weeks in the midst of you know a larger. Uh, 2020 that has just been a complete shit show so just do take care of yourselves and um, we'll be back in about two weeks with another episode take care and I also want to shout out my producer Kwame Asante again and GCR for bringing all of this together toodles bye
This has been a Gold Coast Report production.